When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone's having a great week, the Sustainable Success way. Uh, This is Chris Salem, your host of Sustainable Success. If you are new to the show, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers channel. You could also find us at Facebook on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests that we've had over the years sharing their wisdom and their insights to help scale your business and personal life to the next level. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform designed to bring together people from not only their alumniers with universities, community colleges, and other types of schools, but also fraternities, sororities, as well as uh, defunct businesses. So if you're looking to kind of regroup with people you haven't talked to in a while, or perhaps meet new people from the school you went to, this is a great place to build community build new uh, partnerships, potentially land a new job. This is a social media platform that takes all the noise out that you find on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and so on, and gives a safe environment to communicate and create community in an area that you can exchange new ideas and uh, meet new people and, and, and again, re-experience things with people that you've known from the past. You can check them out at myalumnidirect.com. That's my alumnidirect.com. So we got a great show today. Uh, We're going to be talking about what's your zoo. Uh, This is going to be a personal story that uh, Shay Hillebrand, who our guest is today, that's going to be sharing. I know Shay personally, and his story is powerful. And he's going to have, he's going to be sharing a lot of great insight today, because I can relate to a lot of this myself. And it's going to be, I think, a great uh, uh, opportunity for those that are listening, that will be listening how you could take this and really apply something different in your life and apply that in a way that brings success to you. So a little bit about Shay. Shay lived out both his childhood dreams of playing Major League Baseball and owning a zoo. Shay became a two-time Major League uh, All-Star through hard work, determination, and dedication. Uh, while having success in his prime in Major League Baseball career, he was at a point where his childhood dream had lost its luster and he was not fulfilled. So he decided to leave Major League Baseball to become a father to his three beautiful adopted children and pursue his second childhood dream of owning a zoo. He accumulated 300 farm and exotic animals and partnered them with children in his community, focusing on inner city, disabled and child crisis children. Uh, uh, The transformations of children's life at his zoo superseded any accomplishment Shea had in Major League Baseball stadiums across North America. Through this process, he realized the story he had told himself his whole life, I'm not lovable, I'm not good enough, my father doesn't love me, was his driving force to success. And I can relate that 100% having a similar experience. This driving force led him to emptiness. um, uh, Emptiness. Matter of fact, it led him to losing everything in his life, his family, his zoo, and his millions he made playing Major League Baseball. He is one breath away from losing his life after overdosing on drugs and alcohol. By the grace of God, Shay made it through. Now he shares his story, his gifts, and his talents 
to inspire people like you to identify and use your gifts and talents to impact the world. And without further ado, we welcome Shay LeBrand to the show. Shay, how are you doing today? Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate that intro. That's kind of cool. I didn't realize I did all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, you're, you're an amazing guy. And, and you know, I had an opportunity to meet you in person you know, a couple of years ago, while, right in your backyard there in Arizona, when we were at an event together speaking. And you, I mean, I can relate so much to what you're going about to say today, because I have a little insight because we've talked about this and I having similar experience with my father growing up and never feeling worthy or enough and always seeking his validation or seeking validation in, in people in general. That's how I, what I did because I didn't get it from my father. So I would just like to, you know, you talked about what's your zoo and I love that topic. And if you could kind of define that, I know you had a zoo and, and, and so on, but, but there's probably more of a meaning to that. And I'd like you to kind of share like with the audience, what that really is, what's your zoo? Yeah, exactly. I came up with that term about uh, a month ago because it's just, you know, with the hustle and bustle with society, and especially right now with COVID and everybody uh, having kind of distractions in their lives and, and not having any certainty, uh, so much uncertainty with so many people because they've been knocked off kilter, knocked off base of how they operate. Their life's been turned upside down. Uh, so many people are used to routines and uh, it's just, it's a chaotic life. So, so how do you navigate that life? How do you navigate that space? Like, why are we here? What's your purpose? So what's your zoo is what's your purpose? Because I thought when I was a kid, my childhood dream was to play major league baseball. I did that, but the perils of, of playing major league baseball, once I summited that mountain, uh, was so unfulfilling for myself. It, it wasn't anything that I thought it would be. And I found myself in a place of emptiness. So uh, that wasn't my zoo. So I left in the prime of my major league baseball career, uh, leaving potentially $50 million of earnings on the table in the prime and walked away and pursued that dream and pursued uh, that second vision I had of buying a zoo. So I don't know if anybody's seen the movie, uh, we, bought, uh, we Bought a Zoo uh, by uh, Ben Affleck, or excuse me, Matt Damon was in that movie. Uh, and, and that was kind of yeah. like how my life was. It was, it was crazy. So um, like, like you said in the intro, the stuff that happened at my zoo, like resonated inside my soul. It ignited me. It, it was something that just, just, I'm put here to do that. Uh, and, and use that, those gifts and those talents and that platform to impact people's lives. So when I was in my first pursuit of my first childhood dream of playing Major League Baseball, it was one of those things where it was like, it was, I wanted to be treated like a God. I was trying to get noticed like you were talking about. I was trying to get those affirmations, those acknowledgements, uh, everything to self-fulfill myself. When I walked into a room, I wanted to be noticed. I wanted my ego stroked. I wanted all those scenes to try to fill myself up to make myself look good because I was nothing but a bag of bones inside. My soul was gone. I sold my soul to the game. So uh, I, I, I ran away from Major League Baseball as quickly as I could and ran towards the zoo. So, you know, my question to your listeners, my questions to your viewers on Facebook Live is, okay, what's your zoo? And that chaotic zoo type environment that you're in right now with society, with where you are in your life, What's your dream? What's your vision? What's your goal? And that's what I like to try to inspire people to kind of stimulate that thought and really start to engage in a conversation with that. Why are we put here? Yeah. I love what you just said. I mean, I, I, I know I can relate so much. I know in the first 30 years of my life, and even this was when I 
was in college and then I became a, you know, a young adult, I was operating at the time from my father's values, not even realizing it. And then I wondered why I was so miserable. And I would, and, and, and I didn't even, again, I didn't know this. I'm only saying this in hindsight, but it was just, it was a struggle. And how many people out there are operating from someone else's values or what they think they should be because they have to conform, whether if it's a, your, their father, their mother, or, or society as, as a whole, why are people, I mean, why are people doing that? And I know I did, and I know I know why I did it, and now I knew how to get out of it, but I'd love to hear from your perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things where it's just, when we go through experiences in our lives, how we interpret and communicate those experiences to ourselves forms our belief system. It's one of those things where it's like that, and then it forms that story that we have in our head every single day. So it's one of those things to where when you're not taught as a young child, if you're not taught or navigated through those spaces of, you know what, does my dad love me? Does my dad not love me? Do I, do I feel lovable? Do I not? Uh, through these interactions, I didn't understand how my dad, how he grew up. They didn't communicate that, you know, like, like a month ago, I'm sitting at the local country club on the patio with my mom because I moved her down next to me and she starts rambling on how much my dad loved us and how much my dad sacrificed for us and how much, you know, my dad drew a mural of a little flower on my wall when I was born in my, in my nursery. And I'm like, that's not the dad that I know. That's not the story that I've formed my whole life. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's crazy because there's stories that we form inside our head. Most of them are full of chalk, full of limited beliefs and nonsense. And yeah. that's your perspective. So that forms your perspective on your outlook in life. So, but the coolest thing is though, is that you can actually rewrite history. Like, like I went back and through those experiences I went through with my father or lack thereof or whatnot, uh, I really took a different perspective, understanding that now that I knew how my dad grew up with that alcoholic mother and having to pull her out of bars at 14 years old and, and never having a relationship with his father, because every time he went to his, their house when he was as an adult with my mom, like within 10 minutes, he'd be in a, 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 almost a fist fight with his mom because she's a drunk. Like I never knew any of this stuff. So information can change perspective. And when you get that information, you can have a breakthrough, a moment in time, a breakthrough. I got the goosebumps right now because like this bound me my whole life. Oh yeah. You, like, like, you losing $20 million, like being one breath away because of those stories of, I wish I knew this. So now I'm able to rewrite my history, not, not change the experiences, but the perspective of those experiences. And now I have a heart of sympathy and sorrow and empathy towards my father and not anger and resentment and, and, wow. and stress and anxiety. But you know, that's part of the journey. I wish I knew this before I played Major League Baseball. I, 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 I you know agree. I mean? But at least I have <laughs> That's it how it all evolves. Yeah. You know what? You, yeah. just say, you just said something powerful when, when you talk, because this is how limiting beliefs are so powerful. You know, I found this stuff out on my dad's deathbed when my dad was dying of cancer at the age of 56. And the day before he died, I remember him looking over at me. He couldn't talk. He was on morphine. But it was like an epiphany because I felt like I could hear him talking to me, but it was just in a different way. And it was like, if I could do it all over again, I would have done it different. I wouldn't have abandoned your mother and you and your brother. I just want to let you know, I'm sorry. I didn't do it intentionally. I only wow. did what I knew. See, my father was abandoned by his father and he was the black sheep. He didn't feel, he didn't feel loved. 
He didn't get, you know, didn't get that validation. He was just repeating what he knew. He didn't know how to be this dad that I was looking for, my brother was looking for. And just like you, I didn't know any of this until that was like the first time I had any indication that was what, what I just thought he didn't care. And, and, and that set the journey for me to figure out that all of my troubles and my addiction that I dealt with for 12 years was not society or my dad or anybody else's doing. It was mine. I had to take responsibility. And that was the first step. I didn't know what I was going to do to make, make a step towards figuring it out. So you touched on a great point there. So I, if you could elaborate further on that, because there are some people probably listening that maybe have success in their businesses, but they're struggling in their personal lives or vice versa. That could be, this could be the first time that they're getting this knowledge and this could be an aha moment for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate this time to be able to do that. And one of the things is it goes back to your identity. That's the first step is, is who are you? And so many times that us as men, we have this thing inside of us, this innate drive that I have to have pride. I have to have ego. I have to be able to provide and I have to be able to protect. And there's been a big shift, especially 2021. The mm. new currency in 2021 is vulnerability. That's mm. how you're going to connect with people. That's how you're going to impact people's lives. And that's how you're going to scale your business or operation or product or service that you have to the next level is being vulnerable. So many people right now are hurting. So many people right now are in a place of disparity and just don't understand. And they're one breath away from giving up. And they, they need to shift that mindset to be, okay, I'm almost, I'm one breath away from a breakthrough. And where that comes from is your identity. And mm-hmm. like I said, I had to reverse engineer all this stuff after I lost everything in my life, after I lost my ego, my pride, my identity. Like I stripped everything away, the layers of the onion, and it came down to what's that story that you're telling yourself on a daily basis? When you go to bed, when you wake up, so many of us are so like, pushed away from that story because it's driven pain and hurt and stress and anxiety in our life to where we numb that. We numb that with success. We numb that with external fixes, which is, you know, which is food, alcohol, drugs, pornography, like just distracting ourselves. So if we can get to a place of, of, of pushing away those distractions and really sitting with yourself and understand what am I telling myself? And that story can be rewritten with a different perspective, with different uh, systems and processes put in place. Recently, I've gone out in nature. I'm in Arizona. We have a bunch of outdoor activities. I'm 10 minutes from hiking trails, and I've been going out to the hiking trails, and I've been taking care of my health. My health has become number one in my life. In order for me to have sustainable success, I have to take care of my health first, and I challenge everybody with that. What are you putting into your mouth? What, like what, what, what food you put into your mouth? You can research that. You can educate that. What, what do you, because that's going to, that's going to affect your moods. That's going to affect how you, how you act mm-hmm. and how you, how you function throughout the day. How are you hydrating yourself? What are you doing to fill yourself up? Because you're in charge of that. And I always say this, Oprah said it best. You're in charge of filling yourself up and keeping yourself full. No one else. Absolutely. And until you, until you pull back that veil, until you get, get away from hiding behind that success and that money and those cars and the, whatever it is that we have, nothing's going to change. And we got to sit and look ourselves in the mirror and say, who are you? Yes, I, I agree. I love what you talked about. You, you know, that when you use the Oprah quote that you have, we have to fill ourselves up because we do. 
if we're going to be an example and be a resource for other people, we got to fill our cups first before we can get, give through our example. If we have nothing in, you know, we, if our cups aren't filled, we got nothing to give anyway, except That's- just more chaos and more codependency and more whatever, you know? So it's so true. So my question to you is, is how do you know how to fill yourself up if you don't know who you are? Yeah. Everybody, everybody does it differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't sit down and watch TV for nothing. I can't sit still long enough. I'm outside. I'm active. I'm mowing the lawn. I'm doing these things to where it's like, that's my Zen space. That's my, my space. I'm walking on the beach. I'm, I'm actively doing stuff, interacting and feel. So you have to understand who you are first. And that, that, that comes from your story. That comes from like, you know what? Like I'm messed up or I have this struggle. or I have this challenge. When you get to understand your story, you create that vulnerability. Two things happen. You become liberated and then you become empowered. See what happens when you become empowered? Then you don't have any competition. You have collaboration. That's so true. So, so true. And you know, we, we got a couple minutes, uh, less than a couple minutes to the break. So I want to kind of get into what you just talked about there. But if we can kind of, you know, just summarize some of the key points that you made here about you know, yours, you know, what's your zoo with, you know, it's who you are and not tell and people just to reinforce again, that you're never going to find that true meaning of, you know, of, of, of really peace and joy in the world. If we don't tap into who we are, if we try to pretend to be someone else or looking for our identity in material things and whatever, and other people, if you could just summarize that again, that would be really key to the audience. Absolutely. I'd love to. And the thing is, is when you're saying that is, is pulling back those layers of the onion. Here I am, a superstar athlete playing in front of millions of people, making millions of dollars and like having major success on top of the world. But if we pulled back those layers of the onion, it's a hurt little boy. It's a boy that's confused. It's a boy that doesn't understand what's led him to where he is, why he's feeling what he's feeling. All those things is understanding that. And that comes from those stories inside. Your identity comes from your stories that you're telling yourself. 60,000, you know, 80,000 thoughts go through your head, 70,000 negative on a daily basis. And the thoughts today, 90% of those are the same ones as, as yesterday. So proactively, it's like me stepping in the batter's box. Proactively every single day, what am I doing to create my future and you have to peel back those layers of the onion and see what's driving you and it's okay it's okay to say you know what dude i am messed up it's okay to say i'm hurt it's okay to say i don't understand yeah and when you get to those questions and you answer those questions that's where it starts absolutely wow this is powerful information that we're hearing from shay hillebrand again we got more to come we got to go to break right now uh we're going to be right back but again what's your zoo this is something that, you, you know, again, if you are just joining us, you want to hear the show in its entirety, and that will be available here later today on demand here at the Voice American Influencers Channel and the Sustainable Success 2017 Facebook page. We'll be right back, everyone, after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back, everyone. If you're just joining us, we're here talking about what's your zoo. Uh, In this case, what is your purpose, who you are? We're with Shea Hillebrand. Again, he's a two-time Major League All-Star baseball player. He's now, you know, beyond his career and doing things that he's always inspired to do, and that is being here with you, sharing his story, and inspiring you to find who you are. And if you uh, missed the first segment, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today on demand uh, here at the Voice America Influencers Channel at Sustainable Success or on our Facebook page uh, at Sustainable Success 2017. Jay, you had shared, you know, your little backstory about, you know, what your zoo was, you know, where, you know, your journey to where you are. If you could talk a little bit about the process, because, you know, I'm sure this didn't happen overnight. I know for me it took some time, but, that journey was so worth it. And I can still reflect on it and say that was a blessing. If you could share the process that you went through to make this transition to where you are today, that can be an inspiration for those listening right now or somebody on Facebook Live or those that will be listening later. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's crazy how so many people that, that, have, that have made it through that muck and, and made it to the top or, or on the way to the top, established their lane, have clarity where they're going. They always like, everyone always says, I'm so grateful and so blessed to, to be able to have that journey I had. But when you're going through it, it is absolute, the most horrible thing you could ever experience, the, the, the pain, the hurt. So if you're in that spot right now, it's one of those things to where it's just, I call it the four A's. You have to have awareness. The first step is awareness. It's like, where am I? And that's, that's hard. You have to take a cold, hard look in the yep. mirror and say, where am I right now? And that has to be from you. It can't be from anybody else. And you have to answer that honestly. You could say, I'm confused. I'm lost. I'm, I'm hurt or, or wherever that is. But until you take that first question to say, where am I? Where am I at right now? I could be on top. I could make it 500 or, or six, six figures or, or seven figures. And, and, and my marriage could be in shambles. And, and I, I could be having, uh, I could be, man, I could be having a, a promiscuous relationship. I could be cheating on my wife. I could, I could be a horrible father. I could not be, like, where are you? Until you become clear and honest with that, nothing happens. So yeah. after the awareness is a second step. It's a hard step. You have to be 
acceptance. You have to be accepting it. I have to accept where I am. I can't make it fluffier than where I am, and I can't make it worse than where I am. A lot of people get to the point to where they try to trick themselves. You know, everything's fine. Everything's good. No, it's not. I, 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 it's crap right now. I, I'm in a spot, but I'm going to accept where I am. I, I, I need to be. So when you accept where you are, you can start to create a game plan. You can start to understand what to do and navigate from where it is. But what happens is people make it worse than what it is. They, they don't know how to control the suck. That's the thing mm. is, is like control <laughs> the suck. And when you do, when you, okay, I'm here. I'm struggling. I'm having a difficult time. I, I lost my job. Uh, I, I'm, I, you know what? I, I'm not being really faithful in my relationship. But what happens is that their mind gets out of control and then those limited beliefs kick in over. It's this, and it's that. And you're just spiraling down that rabbit hole. And then it goes to the worse and worse and worse and worse where it's like, no, dude, you don't have to go there. Let's keep it where it is. Let's control the suck. I accept where I am. The third thing is, is I need to take action. I need to take action with where I am. So many people, I have a level system. We go from level one to level 10. I started out in level one when I was going out to become a major league baseball player. Just like everybody else, you got to start in level one. And then after I mastered level one with level 10 vision inside, where do I want to go? I have that level 10 vision of where I want to go and become a major league baseball player. Uh, but I have to start in level one. Level one's hitting the ball off the tee. Level one's mastering how to hit in the batting cage. Level one is this is how I'm going to create a system of process of how to field a ground ball or throw a base, whatever it is, or workout, level one. But so many people don't want to go on level one because mm -hmm. we have fast-paced society. We have everything coming at us, technology. We have all these quick fixes. We have all these things where I can get you six, six figures in, in a year or a <laughs> month or whatever. Like, no, dude, you got to start level one. You can't go start level four or five or six. You got to start on average. And then once you go to average, you can go to good. And once you go to good, you can become great. And then once you go to great, you become phenomenal. And then from there, you can become sustainable. So I worked my way all the way up to the top to play Major League Baseball. I was phenomenal, but I wasn't sustainable because I didn't know how to work on myself inside. So three, third step is you got to take action. The action is just maybe putting one foot in front of the, 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 the other. Action might just be if, you, if you're working on your diet, if you're working on getting into shape, it's just buying a pair of tennis shoes and putting them on your feet and taking a step outside your front door. I was, doing a, I was doing a video when I was on my hike this morning. It's like, this life is a marathon. We've switched this marathon to a fast sprint with energy drinks, with the quick fix, with the pills, with all these things to get us going, overloading information to try to get a sprint. But if you don't understand who you are, if you're not aware, awareness of where you are, if you don't take accountability, and if you don't take proper action, this is a marathon. This is something that, where am I at in 10 years? Right? We, we underestimate what we could do in ten, five years or 10 years, and we overestimate what we could do in six months to a year. But we're not prepped for that. We're not equipped for that. We're not in a position to have sustainable success if we don't start on level one and master that. And after you take that action, clear action, you allow yourself to celebrate those wins. You allow yourself to say, you know what? I completed something today. I, I make my bed and I tell my I have five kids. I tell my kid, kids, first thing you do in a day, make your bed. Because when you come back, you have a sense of completion. So many people have not completed anything because our attention span is so over all over the yes. place. But you have to have completed tasks. So once you complete these tax, tasks, 
with just by taking action, now you're going to be on the right track to get that dopamine release. Now you're going to be on the right track to get you going. We need that. But if you're so numb to that because we've checked out of who we are, we don't take accountability of who we are, then you don't understand what the dopamine release is, and you can receive that without trying to get all these external fixes. Once you get straight on the inside, you can receive everything you're trying to seek on the outside from the inside. And then the last thing is, last, last A, number four, is accountability. And so many people say, you know what? I need accountability partner. I need to have somebody, I need to be going to a group. No, it's not going to work. Sorry, it's not going to happen. I'm going to step outside my box and say, you know what? That doesn't work that way, guys. You have to keep yourself accountable. Yes. And if you don't keep yourself accountable, nothing else will happen. Because I can just tell you I'm doing everything. I can tell you, you know what, Chris? Exactly. I went on, a, 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 I went on a, a walk today and I did all this stuff. But you know what happens when you're not true to yourself and you're saying that to somebody else? You beat yourself up. You engage yeah. those limited beliefs. You end down that rabbit hole and you find yourself in complacency mediocrity and stuck in the status quo. I want to wow. create renegades. I want to create renegades because renegades challenge the status quo. There's no such thing as status quo in my world. So you have to keep yourself accountable. So if you don't do, what does that mean? You have to gain credibility with yourself. You got to gain self-respect for yourself. If you the way you do that is to keep yourself have credibility with it. You have to say, you know what, if I get up in the morning and do this, I'm going to do it. doesn't matter how I feel, whatever that is. If I'm going to wake up at six o'clock or seven o'clock, I'm having a tough time. Just wake up. Don't push the snooze. Keep yourself accountable. And if you don't, allow yourself to punish yourself just for a little bit. Yeah. You allow yourself to punish yourself. And then the, on the other side, when you do keep, so many people are so used and so prone to punish themselves because we're like self-sabotaging like society. But on the other side, to keep yourself accountable means if I do some, reward yourself. Great job, dude. I did that. We could do this. Let's go. So there's accountability action that's super key at the back end of that. And I did all that stuff. And once I did that, I was able to pull myself out of the suck. And I was able to align myself with who I am. And I was able to establish my zoo. Yeah. Wow. Powerful, powerful share that you had there. I love those four A's and I can relate. I love the thing about accountability because this is where people fall short when people buy online courses and they got a accountability partners. Yeah, yeah. Are they really are they really being honest? They could tell you whatever they want to do and they continue to do what they're doing, everything that that was opposite of what they what they signed up for. So it is so true. This is something, would it be safe to say? I know for me. Shay, and I'm sure this was the same for you, but let me know otherwise. I had to really embrace discipline. I had no discipline up until the age of 30. I had to embrace discipline. And what discipline meant to me is that I had to do the things that I didn't want to do, but I knew that would help me to get out of where I was and where I wanted to be. And I had to do it each and every day with grit until it got to a place where I subconsciously it changed my automatic pattern. So now I began to just do it. Whereas before I had to force myself, but once I got into that rhythm over time, that's where the changes began to take place. That discipline and consistency over the two things that saved my life, so to speak. And vulnerability that you talked about earlier and transparency too, because as men, we're transparency and vulnerability. We've been taught that's like a weakness when, when it's really a strength. So that was powerful what you shared there. Powerful. 
Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, is that, okay, like we, we need to have discipline. Where does discipline come from? This, there's, there's like really two types or two areas. So many people think about discipline in their job, in their work, in what they're out to, what they're doing. And it, yeah, that's cool. But are, are you really being who you are? Do you understand who you are? I'm, I'm, man, I'm 45 years old. I don't know how much time I have left. I'm not going to sell my soul to a job to provide money to go out there and make a half million dollars a year. Like that's, that's so far beyond what, what my scope of, of comprehension is at this point in my life. And that's just my personal perspective. I'm not saying that don't go out there and take care of your responsibilities and do what you need to do and, and not, not take to do what you have to do to, to put food on the table and pay for your rent or your mortgage or whatever. But we need to get disciplined in, not in our job, but in our personal life. It all comes back with, you have to have credibility with yourself. You have to gain that self-worth. And what you gain and grow that self-worth by just keeping the promises to yourself, that's where it starts. And that's where it's hard because we always let ourselves off the look. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. All right, it's all right. You're all right where you are because obviously we're, we're, we're nat- naturally lazy people, uh, creatures. But, but it's like you got to get that credibility to yourself. And, and I tell so many people all the time, there's only one thing I was scared of playing Major League Baseball. There's only one thing, not, not, not a 95 or 100 mile an hour fastball, <laughs> not, not playing in front of uh, 45,000 people every night, not, not, not the, the money on the line because I made a, a oodles of money, uh, not, not feeling. And the only one thing I was scared of was myself because I didn't know who I was. I was given a lot of stuff by God to be able to go out there and make an impact. And I was so scared of what I do because I was at a very powerful spot, but that was being driven by a toxic, toxic state of being. So I was scared to death. I couldn't trust myself. So how could I trust anybody else? That trust yeah. starts with you yourself. That is so true. I, I, let's talk about that. We have about, you know, about four, a little less than four minutes to the, to the next break, but uh, I love what you just said there that how can you try, how can you trust uh, you know, others when you can't trust yourself? That is powerful because we're always taught that everything that is, that, that is going to be better in our lives is outside of us when it's all within you. We, it's always a choice, but we just feel like there, we don't have a choice where we just, we fool ourselves that, you know, that we don't have a choice. So t- expand. It. I think that was quite powerful. That's the mind, right? So the quickest yeah. way to get to your mind, to change your mind, to change your story is to move through your body. You have to move. You have to change your state. I'm not going to go into Tony Robbins stuff, but you have to change your state of operating. Like, where are you operating from? Are you stagnant? Are you feeling like garbage? Are, you, are your energy levels low? Are, like, when I played Major League Baseball, I walked around like this, like, this, like a zombie. Like, uh, like my energy, I was drained because I was so externally living, trying to get gratification and, and acceptance externally from everybody. And I absolutely picked the wrong sport to do that because you fail every single night. So <laughs> I live and died by that failure and that success in the Major League Baseball field. So it's like a darn roller coaster every night. It was crazy. <laughs> so it's just you have to be able to. To, to peel back that, you have to, we're, we're in three dimensions, right? We have mind, body, and spirit. And, and so many people try to train their mind and, and train their body and, and spirit they leave alone. So whether it's meditation practices, whether it's trying to sit still, whether that's just trying to go deeper in who you are, you got to go deeper. You get, So many people stay at a surface level because we're so scared to go inside and, and really unpack that garbage that we've packed in there. But once you do that, that's when you find your zoo. That's when you find your true gifts and talents because I never thought, this is the last thing I thought I'd ever be doing in my my life is this. I didn't have a voice when I played Major League Baseball, believe it or not. I just knew how to swing a bat and I was darn good at it. 
because I did it day in and day out. So once you find that voice, and that's what I want to challenge people to do and try to inspire, like what's the voice? Where's your voice? Once you get that voice, your identity, your purpose, what's driving you, and then you go from there. But that's where you gain your credibility. That's where you gain that, that, that respect, that self-respect, that, that trust. Once you start trusting yourself, nothing else makes a difference. That's so, so true. Well, we got a couple, we got a couple minutes till the break. And I, you know, before we expand on another segment that we're going to elaborate with in the third segment, if you could just kind of summarize again, you know, what we just talked about. I did those, the four A's were powerful. I love the accountability piece and the thing about trusting yourself first before we can, you know, trust others. Uh, if you could summarize this for people that are just hearing this for right now. Yeah, yeah. Time. I get so passionate about this that so sometimes I go too deep and people are like, what is this dude talking about? <laughs> so, so the four A's, the first one is, is awareness. You have to be aware of where you currently are right now. Take that self-check. You always want to be trying to live to be the fullest version of yourself. And once you do that, once you have progression, there's happiness in there. Once you keep moving, once you have a vision, then that's where you start to light up on the inside. Well, the second A is acceptance. You have to accept it. So many people are aware of where they are, but they don't want to accept it because they're not equipped to be to accept it because they might be in a crummy spot. The third step is take action. You have to take action. So many people try to take too much action. And when you go too too far ahead of where you are, that's when you engage those limited beliefs saying, see, I told you you couldn't do it. I know you can do that. See, those other people are doing it better than you. Yeah, because you're trying to go to step four when you should be on step one. Just put the shoes on and get moving. And the fourth step is accountability, not from other people, but from yourself. You have to have accountability with yourself and create that credibility and that trust. You have to gain trust and accountability with yourself. And once you do that, you have a foundation to build on and it just steamrolls from there. It just keeps going and going. Mm. Love it, everybody. I mean, this is some powerful information. I hope everyone that is listening on Facebook and those that are uh, live here, wherever you are in the world, that you are writing down some golden nuggets here from Shay. This is from experience, folks. This isn't out of a book. This is, this is, this is experience. There's nothing better than experience. We're, you know, you know, we're never going to relate to everyone, but we're always going to, you know, relate to certain people. And if they're that person that relates to Shay right now, this is somebody you got to get in contact with and uh, find out how you can figure your way to find your why. We have to go to break right now, but we got still more to come from Shay uh, when we come back in our third segment. And again, for those that just joined us, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at the Voice American Influencers Channel and our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, if you're just joining us, we're here with Shay Hillebrand. We're talking about what's your zoo. And this is a powerful, powerful episode that we have here. And again, we encourage all that are listening or joined us, wherever you joined us at, to listen to the show in its entirety here later today on the Voice America Influencer Channel or Sustainable Success 2017. Today's show is being brought to you by Alumni Direct. Again, this is a social, new social media community platform bringing together people from, uh, you know, your schools, your, your community colleges, your fraternities, sororities, or maybe a business that you worked in the past that's no longer in business. This is a great way to get back together or meet people you've never met. And it takes all the noise out of social media. There are going to be influencers, and many other perks that will be available in this platform that you will not find on other social media platforms. Check them out at myalumnidirect.com. That's myalumnidirect.com. So, Shay, you, you, you've just shared so many great uh, nuggets here today, things that I can relate to 100%. And you, you covered your process. I had a process. You have a process. And we have so much similarity with that process. There are going to be people that are going to be here listening and going, wow, I identify with that. And they're going to like want to do something with it. And then there are going to be some people that maybe not, you know, they may see that, you know, but that they don't. Let's talk talk about from your perspective. We're not, we're just sharing from experience. We're not telling someone, hey, this is the only way how to go about doing it. You're just sharing from experience what worked from you and allowing that person who's listening to draw their own conclusion. There's a big difference between telling versus sharing. If you could just shed some insight on the importance of that for the listeners here. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate that. And we were talking about that on the break. And it's one of those things to where like the stuff that I'm sharing is from experience. It's not a theory. It's not out of a textbook. It's not what I learned at a seminar or whatever. It's like, real life stuff. And it's just, it it works for me. And like you said, it's not going to resonate with everybody and you can't. Once you find your voice, your voice is going to touch so many people. And it's not your responsibility to discern how many people that your voice is going to touch. That's not up to you. you. What's up to you is preparing yourself and putting yourself in a position to have your voice to be heard. So the thing is, is like what I challenge people to do 
that are saying, you know what, this isn't going to work for me. This guy's a Yahoo, whatever. You're missing out and your ego is kicking in at that spot because now you're telling yourself that you know it all. And the biggest hindrance that you're doing for yourself at that time is that you're blocking it off. You're not being able to retain information or hear what somebody's saying. So when you learn, it's your responsibility to, to ingest all the information that's being told to you. Then once you ingest that information, then you decide whether you want it or not. But once you say, you know what, that's not for me. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I have my own way. Then you miss out on the opportunity for that information that there, that's being shared on this to stimulate that thought. What we're trying to do is stimulate a thought and an idea in somebody's mind, and then you take that and you run with it. And if it doesn't work, delete it. If it does work, you pull a little bit of this. But what we're trying to do is inspire people to stir up just a little bit of hunger to go out there and say, you know what? If those guys did it, then I know I could do it too because we've all been created for greatness. We've all been created for a purpose. We've all been created to have a zoo. So my challenge is like, what's your zoo? So whether it's the information that we share with you or it doesn't resonate, just allow yourself to retain the information when you do that, it'll stimulate thought. The reason why I say that is because I had six major league hitting coaches when I played major league baseball and only one resonated with me. So, but I knew that, that what they're saying is not really going to help me, but I retained the information when I was in times of despair or in a slump or whatever. And nine times out of 10, what they were telling me wasn't the answer. But as I received that information, it stimulated thought and idea in myself that I was blocking myself with, with the failure after failure after failure and those limited beliefs. And what the answer was within, I was like, no, it's not that, it's this. So I challenge everybody to, 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 to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. I mean, I mean, just think about that, everybody that's listening. I mean, you know, everybody's got an, an experience where, you know, we're all here, teachers and students simultaneously. And, and that's what I got from Shay. I mean, I can relate to a lot of things Shay talked about because I have a similar background. I didn't play major league baseball, but I did play baseball and, 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 but and yeah, 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 I had my own different zoo. And, <laughs> and, uh, but, but nonetheless, it, it we had, there was a lot of similarities. So I can relate to where Shay was and where he is today. Your story, your experience may be slightly different. So that's okay. You could take bits and pieces and maybe see if that works. If it doesn't, like Shay said, delete, move on and, and look for something that else that could be something that you can help yourself. Because when it's all said and done, it's all coming back to you. It's all on you. It's not somebody else's responsibility. We're here to be in an inspiration, a resource, and an example for others. Yes, it's the greatest gift we can give a human being, but it's up to you to take that and you get to decide what to do with it and apply it in your life. So, so, so powerful with that, Jay, what you shared there. So, um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, since that you made these changes, you know, what are some of the things that you could say that have really profoundly changed your character and who you are and how, I mean, we obviously, you know, you're here sharing this inspiration and your passion clearly comes out in this, but what would be some of the other areas that you're, that you're doing here that have really changed your life and in, in, in a direction that is giving you that meaning now? Yeah. So when I played Major League Baseball, I was on one extreme end of the pendulum of being the cancer of the clubhouse, being the a-hole in the clubhouse, being that guy that's like, 
man, he could hit a baseball, but he's always angry. What's wrong with him? I don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes he's nice. Most of the time he's yelling at people like, like, like it was out of control. So, so when I left baseball, I was like, that's not me. Like I know inside that's not me, but this is how I trained in an environment growing up and having major success along the way and going to the top. Like, like I wasn't equipped to handle that. So when I left Major League Baseball, I went to the whole other end of the pendulum. That's what happens to a lot of people when they're in a place of disparity, a place of being lost, a place of being one breath away from giving up. And they do that a lot of times with uh, religion, with church. Like they're on this end and they go all the way to the other ends. Like, but then now, now you're pulling the veil over. Now you're just trying to get people to like you. Now you're not even being yourself. So I'm not myself over here and I'm not myself way over here in this side over here and it's, that's not working to me because now I became a people pleaser now I became a yes man now I became the guy that's like you know what I'll do whatever you can I just want you to like me I want you to understand that that wasn't me and I want to prove to you that this but I can't prove to you on this end or this end so I was able to say you know what I, I understood why that character in my story that played Major League Baseball did the things that he did, was angry, was mad, that went off, that, 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 that was a cancerous teammate. Once I understood that, I was able to pull myself from this end of the spectrum and say, you know what, I'm just going to be me. But I thought me was that angry, cancerous guy, but that wasn't me. That was just a hurt little boy that needed understanding and equipped. So I went out and I got educated. I was educating myself. I wanted a deep dive, like to a seven-year deep dive of like, what is the purpose of life? What's the meaning? Like, I did it all. Like, I did the American thing, the American dream. I played Major League Baseball. I was a kid in school, elementary school. Raise your hand. What do you want to do? I'm playing Major League Baseball and I want to own a zoo ever since, you know, elementary school. And, and everybody laughed at me, right? And I was like, fine, laugh what you want, but I'm playing Major League Baseball. And after that, I'm buying a zoo. So it's like, <laughs> it's like I, I sold everything out for that. But the thing is, it's like, once I came back to the middle, it's one of those things where you really find out who you are and your purpose and the meaning of life. And everybody's meaning is different. Everybody's direction is different. Everybody's, everybody's on their own journey. And like you said, I really, you know, whether it's the steps or the process or, or how shady, I want to inspire people that how did this guy who had major success, who was a complete donkey in the clubhouse that wasn't nice to people at all, to be in one breath away from losing his life, that lived in a van eight years ago, and now finding center of being able to film it, being able to understand and have peace and on a daily basis. I couldn't do this without drugs or alcohol. I never mm -hmm. thought it would be possible. So being able to understand that, I find myself now in a little bit of complacency because I've finally found what I've searched for my whole life, climbing that peak of being a superstar celebrity athlete. That's being able to have credibility with yourself. That's all I was seeking. That's all everybody tries to seek, credibility with themselves, finding happiness, which is situational peace and joy and the fruits of the spirit and, and being able to, to make an impact and being able to go out there. Okay. What is the meaning of today? Who am I going to come across today? Where is it at today? If you can slow things down to live day to day with the vision of the future, that's where the true power, that's where the true like hunger and grit and everything just lines up. I always thought at the beginning, I got to grind. I got to do it. I got to get up at four in the morning. I'm going to outwork everybody. I do that. But now I'm playing with a purpose. So many people are playing the game, the game of entrepreneurship, the game of business, the game of life, to try to keep up, to try to prove, to try to fit in. They're not playing with a purpose. Find your voice and play the game with a purpose. And that purpose is going to come inside yourself. 
everybody's different, whether it's sewing, whether it's cooking, whether it's teaching, whether it's, whether it's being a good mom or a dad or, or whether it's, whatever that is, everybody's different. Once you play the game, your game, with the purpose and fit that in, that's where it lies. That's where the fulfillment comes from. Wow. Wow. It's so true. I mean, I, I look back now in the last, you know, 20 years of this journey that I did and, you know, now serving my purpose. And, and I always tell people, it's like, oh, life must have gotten easier. I said, really, when you think about it, I had more challenges and setbacks than I did before. But, but I, I had a different way of thinking. I looked at it as not something happening to me like I did, the victim, the codependent, the perfectionist. It was happening for me that somehow I was learning something from this. So I had a different way of thinking to, to embrace this challenge, this pressure, this mental toughness to go through it. And, and it came out on the other side, you know, in a much better place. So it, it's uh, so, so true what you said, because that was purpose. Purpose was the driver. Purpose. Yeah, and so many people like like I'm stressed. I have anxiety. I have pain. I was like, okay. I think a lot of people have a wrong definition of stress because we need stress in our lives to move. And, and defining that properly, defining that stress. What is the stress that you're experiencing? Is it stress from finances? Is it stress from having to perform? Is it stress from from trying to reach a goal or a certain place or whatever? That's a healthy, good stress. What's what what, what what's the pain that you're experiencing? Because pain's going to get you to move. There's, there's, it's good to have some pain in your life, and, and understand how to clearly define that to push you towards where you're trying to achieve. I don't want to be where I am right now. I want to consistently evolve into the fullest version of myself. Yeah. And if I'm in the same spot today that I was was it two years ago when we met at the at the smart fit, then yeah. I'm doing myself, I'm doing you, I'm doing the world a disservice. I'm a completely different higher version of myself. I was still trying to play the victim role then, trying to share my story. We didn't even share my story on this. And I always had to share my story to prove, oh my gosh, that guy's got a crazy story. Everybody has their own story. And yeah. then when you find your story out, that's your business card. That's your connection point. Yeah. That vulnerability, that transparency. When you get that, that's when your game goes to the next level. But it takes work. It takes determination. Yes. It takes dedication. You can't give up. Do we want that pain of sitting on the couch and the regret like so many people do in retirement homes that are sitting there at 80, 90 years old, sitting in a rocking chair yeah. saying, I wish I did this? Or you want that pain of getting uncomfortable outside yourself and allowing yourself to go through these failures on a daily basis and not allowing those failures to define who you are? So many of us allow that the failure, the yep. failure to define because we're so like, I, I yeah. have to have this surface love. No, you have to allow it to refine you. Fail, fail, fail. I failed. 450 you got to fail many, many times. I failed 450 times hitting a baseball in 2004, and I hit 310. Well, like, I, well, like, that, that, that's, like, that's a pretty good stat. Che, like, we, we only got about a, less than 30 seconds, but I want to let sorry. people know real quick, how can they find, because you, you have shared, this has been a mind-blowing show, first of all, but I want to let people know where they can find you before we have to uh, part today. Just hit me up on social media, Shay underscore Hillenbrand on Instagram, and then LinkedIn, Shay Hillenbrand, and in Facebook, Shay Hillenbrand. There it is, and that's where I'm at right now. You are just brought a, just a lot of great insight today. Your personal story was highly powerful. I can't thank you enough for being here, sharing your, your story, and inspiring our listeners here today and those that will be listening later. Again, feel free to reach out to Shay. Connect with him on social media. He's a great guy, someone that you can uh, uh, that can give some great insight if you're you're going through something. I know I've had great conversations with him, 
And we want to thank you listeners each and every week joining us here the Sustainable Success Way. And until next Thursday, have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you next Thursday here at 12 o'clock East Coast time, 9 o'clock Pacific Standard. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.